are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And here we are, everybody, another installment, another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you on this Tuesday, a rainy Tuesday, August 4th into Wednesday, August 5th. Hope everybody got out and voted today and uh, exercised your right. Busy day here on Locked On Lions today. Certainly the big news, Matthew Stafford and the false positive test for COVID. We'll get into the entire situation, um, the entire scenario, what this means for the Lions, what this means for Stafford, what this means for the NFL. Because if we're going to have false negatives, false positives, who knows what's going to happen to this season and how it's going to look. But the Lions issued a statement today. We'll read that to you coming up momentarily here on the program. Also, speaking of statements, Wide receiver Geronimo Allison became the second player to opt out of the season. He issued a statement over the weekend. We'll read you that as well and tell you why the free agent wide receiver who signed a one-year deal with the Lions is now not playing this season. Also, uh, tip of the cap to Matt Patricia. We'll tell you why on that as well coming up on the show um, today. As always, you can follow us uh, on Twitter, at LockedOnLions, at Derry, D-E-R-Y Speaks. Also find us on the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. If you're new to the show, um, welcome. Thank you for joining us. I know yesterday's show was a little bit emotional for me, talking about uh, Jamie Samuelson and his passing and what Jamie meant to me and just some things going through my brain. And certainly I think Jamie would be a guy that would want the show to go on, and that's exactly what we're doing, talking Lions football as the team is going through another week of testing this week. Uh, Before a week from tomorrow, Wednesday, the team can officially at least practice uh, without pads on and do some workouts uh, in Allen Park. All right, so this afternoon, the Lions issued a statement that read the following. Quote, today we removed Matthew Stafford from the COVID IR list and onto the active roster. As a result of a false positive test result, he was forced, due to NFL and NFLPA protocols, to sit out until he received two negative tests. His testing sequence for the pre-entry period, so that was last week, was negative, negative, false positive. The next three tests were all negative. To be clear, Matthew does not, in all caps, have COVID-19 and has never had COVID-19, and the test in question was a false positive. Also, all of Matthew's family have been tested, and everyone is negative, end quote. So, again, the entire Stafford household, so you're talking about his wife, Kelly, and their four young daughters, including a baby, all have tested negative. What does all this mean? Well, first of all, it's certainly good news for the Lions and good news for Matthew Stafford. We don't want anybody to have COVID. We don't want anything being, uh, you know, any players, any organizations, anybody around the league, anybody getting infected with what has been just this horrible and deadly virus, certainly deadly, meaning that over 150,000 Americans have died from it. For a lot of you, you want to hear me talking football. You you want to talk about players. And we had Mike Rothstein on yesterday talk about the D-line and players that they could pick up. And, you know, Michael was mentioning Ziggy Ansah, who, by the way, the 49ers are, are talking to. But we have to talk about the franchise quarterback, certainly, and this situation. Because the Lions announce that Stafford had a false positive test, meaning the test was wrong. 
But here's my question. How do they know it was a false positive? How do they know that the first two tests weren't false negatives? I'm not trying to play doomsday here. I'm not trying to play the other side. But how do they know? Pro Football Talk uh, and Mike Florio wrote a piece about it this afternoon, and Florio contacted a Lions spokesperson who told him via text message when Florio asked, how do the Lions know that third test was a false positive? The Lions spokesperson told PFT, quote, above my pay grade. (laughs) So the Lions believe that it was a false positive test because it was sandwiched around multiple negative results, right? He took six tests. Negative, negative, positive, negative, negative, negative. Six tests in the span of a week. The third test they deemed as false positive. So five out of the six tests are negative. So they deemed the third one, the one that was positive, to be a false positive. Now, my question is, could the negatives have been false, which, of course, is slim if you're talking about five out of six, or maybe Stafford had COVID for like an hour or like a day or a couple of days, and now it's out of his system? I don't know. Right? The whole objective of this testing throughout these first couple of weeks of training camp is to make sure that when players enter the facility next week and they're really in the facility, that they're not bringing the virus in there. All right? But these tests are faulty. Any test is faulty. I'm scared now. I'm sitting here. My son, okay, is going to be a freshman in college this fall and must take the test both before he gets to school and right when he gets to school to make sure that he's not bringing the coronavirus into the dorms. But this false positive stuff, what's going to happen during the season? Right? If a player on Friday before a Sunday game tests positive and they announce blah, 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 tested positive is out for Sunday, But then we get to Sunday, and you'll see this on on Jay Glazer on Fox or Mortensen or Schefter on ESPN. You know what's going to happen. Oh, blah, blah, blah is playing today. Wait a minute. I thought he wasn't. No, Friday's test was a false positive. Well, how do you know with 100% certainty? Because if that player, they deem it a false positive test because he took other tests and he was negative, how do you know that those other tests aren't false negatives The positive on Friday was correct, and then he brings the virus to the game Sunday. This aids and abeds those people that say that they shouldn't play football this year and that the NFL should shut it down because this could get really, really dangerous. What do you think? Hit me up at Dairy Speaks on Twitter and the Matt Dairy Facebook um, fan page. I have one other concern about Uh, the NFL, and this Stafford test. We'll talk about that in a second. First, I want to talk about rockauto.com. Listen, folks, 
you got to buy auto parts. You don't want to go into the stores. We got cases spiking all over the place with Corona. So what do you want to do? You want to stay home and get what you need online, right? Why would you choose to also spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for auto parts in the store when you can go to rockauto.com online, shop for whatever you want, and save money? It's a no-brainer, baby. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Just go to the website, RockAuto.com, and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different of manufacturers. The great news is they got engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. But even better, the prices are always reliably low. And the same for, or for professionals, if I could speak today, and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same stuff, same auto parts? Go to rockauto.com. All right, go there now. And uh, write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, so Matthew Stafford testing positive was a hoax, to borrow a phrase from the White House. And uh, five out of six tests came back negative, so they are deeming the third test, which was positive, a false positive test. So there you go. One more question for Lions fans and, and for NFL fans. How many false negatives are going to happen, like I said, And what happens as we get into training camp if a couple of players are false negatives and then all of a sudden as the testing continues throughout training camp when the practices occur, when the players are hitting each other, touching each other, blocking each other, tackling each other, what happens if the entire team gets infected or a lot of the team gets infected in a practice? What is that going to mean going forward? We're seeing in baseball right now what's happening. A good bunch of St. Louis Cardinals uh, test positive, boom. Their entire four-game series with the Tigers postponed, meaning they're not. the Tigers have not played since Sunday and won't play till Friday. The Florida Marlins have been off for almost a week and a half. They've played like three games. Now they're apparently going to be back. The Phillies had to miss games. But if we get to the NFL, how can you field a team if a majority of the first teamers have been infected, but they didn't think they were getting infected because the guys tested negative, but maybe one of those guys, it turned out to be a false negative. Again, these tests are not 100% foolproof. They're not 100% certain. it's, It's scary. It is. Do I want NFL football? Yes. Do I want to see the Lions playing September 13th against the Bears? Absolutely I do. And I feel for Matthew Stafford and his family to have to go through this because with a, a, a baby that just, a newborn baby daughter and very young girls, I'm sure his wife, everybody else was freaking out. Heck, I saw pictures of Martha Firestone Ford holding that baby. I don't know if Martha came over the house. I don't know if she was at the hospital. Who knows? But that baby was in contact with Matthew, who we thought had coronavirus. And then Martha's 92. Right? 
It's it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. Now, one player doesn't even want to be a part of any of this mess, and you can't blame him, is the newly signed free agent wide receiver Geronimo Allison, who over the weekend turned to his Instagram and social media to explain why he elected to not play football this year. His statement reads like this. Uh, One of the greatest joys of my life has been playing professional football. I wasn't sure anything could ever top that until my wife and I welcomed a beautiful baby girl into the world just a few months ago. I reported to training camp as a new dad, hopeful to play this season. However, with still so much uncertainty around this very scary virus and the intense desire to protect the health and well-being of my family, I have decided to opt out of this season. I want to thank the Detroit Lions organization, the Ford family, and the National Football League for allowing me to play the game I love and supporting me through this unbelievably, unbelievably difficult decision. I'm looking forward to next season. That is from Geronimo Allison of the Detroit Lions, the former Green Bay Packers uh, wide receiver. So now that Allison is out, his one-year, $1.05 million contract um, will be on the books for next year. So he's off the books for this year, but that contract will keep him a lion for next year. I give him a lot of credit. I I really do. I I commend him. I'm not calling him a scaredy cat. I'm not going to go into that stuff. The guy just had a a baby girl. He got to camp. He saw the testing protocol. He saw the lab people. He saw the doctors. He saw the masks. And he's like, "Uh uh-uh. I ain't I ain't doing this shit. I'm out. And wants to keep his family as safe as possible and put them as a priority. I think it's I think it's great. I do. Would have competed for that fourth wide receiver spot. Maybe would have been a, a nice addition to go along with Quintez Cephas. And you figure those five guys would be there now. This certainly opens things up for guys like Travis Fulgum and and others. And Geronimo Allison has had some good days with the Packers. But the health and well-being of his family is very, very important. And I think many of these players that showed up to camp to see what it's like and the the testing and how you, the distancing and what the facility looks like, I think they said the hell with it. I, I'm just not going to deal with it for this year. Allison will either receive a $350,000 stipend, this from Pride of Detroit, or $150,000 salary advance this year. Not bad. <laughs> not bad for not not working. So give the NFL and the NFL Players Association credit for taking care of the guys that want to take care of their families and opt out. I think that is uh, really, 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 really cool. But again, I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. I think we're going to see more and more players decide, uh, I got to opt out. I got to get out of this thing. It's just too dangerous. And I I give credit to Geronimo Allison for doing that. All right, I want to touch on Matt Patricia and give him some love. We'll do that coming up next on Locked on Lions on a Tuesday. So yesterday, of course, uh, we talked about it on the uh, podcast, the unfortunate death of, of my buddy Jamie Samuelson from 97 won the ticket and from the the old days at WDFN, uh, dying of colon cancer at age 48. I called my doctor back today, and I got to get a colonoscopy. Yesterday, the 
colon and rectal specialist told me I have to wait till I'm 50. I called my doctor. I said, I, I got to get this done. And she's going to she's gonna uh, call ahead and get that done for me so I can get in there and get it done. Anyway, um, yesterday, Kevin Anderson, um, who is Matt Patricia's sort of right-hand man, um, called into the Jamie and Stoney show to... Um, you know, give his condolences as well and support uh, to Stoney and to the show, which was really, really nice. And um, he's a guy that has been, you know, uh, Matt Patricia's sort of right-hand guy. And moments later, Patricia called in himself. They didn't know he was calling, called in on his own to just share that he enjoyed working with Jamie. They had had some moments together doing Fox 2 interviews on preview shows and stuff. And I think Patricia's probably been on their radio show as well, even though DF uh, 97.1 The Ticket is no longer the flagship station. But Patricia talked about how Jamie had a lot of, um, uh, got a lot of love from people and that Jamie was such a class act. And here's a guy from California who made his way to, to Michigan and now, he made such an impact in the community. I just I heard I heard Patricia yesterday on the show, and I thought it was great. And I've joked about the the GGT. I've said Matt Patricia has been on the Good Guy tour all off season. That the Lions have made it a point to really put Patricia in a likable light over the last six months and make him more of a likable figure because of all of the former players that have mf'd him behind his back and all the stories that we've heard. And so. Yesterday was genuine. That wasn't a GGT moment by the Lions. That was a Patricia called in and was really, really cool and said good things about Jamie. And I know Jeff Blaschel put out a tweet through the Red Wings Twitter, which I thought was great. I know Garden Hire, Dwayne Casey, all, all the coaches have made statements. But I really, you know, for Patricia to call in, I mean, you know, you figure his, his, his buddy, Kevin Anderson, who's sort of like his assistant, uh, calling in would have been enough. But for Matt to do it, for the coach to do it, I thought took, I just thought it was classy. And hopefully, the likability for Patricia will rise with wins. Like, we'll say, man, we like him as a person for what he did for, for, for the Jamie and Stoney show or whatever it was. But we'll like him even more if he can coach. If he can get these guys prepared. This is a big season for this football team if we have a season. And he has to show that his defensive mind can be put on display. And that these guys can get some freaking stops. I saw today Jared Davis was talking to the media again. And that he's up to 245 pounds. Great. Make him a rush end. <laughs> if you're Matt Patricia, stop putting him at middle linebacker. Put players in the best position to get stops. Which is what the Lions defense for the last two years has not been able to do. But I wanted to give a Oh, shout out to Patricia, because I thought that was really, really cool. Really, really cool. We're brought to you today by rockauto.com. This has been another installment and edition of Locked on Lions on this Tuesday, with the big news being Matthew Stafford, a false positive test. He's back with the team. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.